Hello and welcome to a special edition of E-Cystic Fibrosis Review. I'm Peter Mogazel, Director of the Cystic Fibrosis Center at the Johns Hopkins School of Medicine. And with me today is Stephen Rowe, an Associate Professor of Medicine in the Division of Pulmonary, Allergy, and Critical Care Medicine at the University of Alabama in Birmingham. Dr. Rowe and I will be discussing highlights of the results of the G551D observational study, or GOAL study, presented at the 27th Annual North American Cystic Fibrosis Conference in Salt Lake City, Utah. Welcome, Steve. Thank you, Peter. I'm glad to talk to you about this important area. Steve, I have a captor has been uh, in clinical practice now for over a year, and I know that it's shown significant uh, improvement in lung function and other clinical parameters in phase three trial. I think that the goal study is looking at individuals that are using Ivacaftor clinically. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about the study? Sure. Well, Ivacaftor, as you know, is a CFTR potentiator approved for cystic fibrosis patients age six and above with the G551D CFTR mutation. And while the previous investigational studies established its efficacy in the context of phase two and phase three trials, we still felt little, little was known about the effectiveness of Ivacaftor in the post-approval setting or its effects on particular markers of disease activity uh, that could give us a sense for clinical mechanism of action. So uh, based on that, we uh, designed the, the goal study to conduct specimen collection and banking in the context of this uh, highly efficacious CFTR modulator. And we uh, included both markers of disease activity and mechanism of action, along with standard clinical parameters. Our hypothesis was that the rescue of CFTR activity by Avocaftor administration to G551DCF patients can cause detectable improvements in specific outcome measures, including beta adrenergic sweat secretion, mucosillate clearance, the speed of microbiome and inflammatory measures, as well as intestinal pH. And our hope was that we could also collect a specimen bank that could be then used for future research to investigate uh, a mechanism of action we haven't even thought of yet uh, that might be important to detecting the, the efficacy of, of other CFTR modulators. No, I think that sounds like a very ambitious project. Uh, how many people were enrolled in the study? 153 patients in the United States were enrolled at, at the various TDN sites that contributed, and 151 completed through the, the final six-month analysis. If you break that down into the major age groups we often think about in CF, we had about 38 children aged 6 to 12 and 113 uh, patients that were aged 12 and above. Um, were the results similar uh, in the GOLD trial, uh, the clinical results, were they similar to what was seen in the previous Phase two and Phase three trials? Generally, uh, they were. The, the, uh, the GOLD study had significant uh, positive effects seen with Ivacaftor in this patient population and all the major clinical parameters uh, uh, that were measured uh, in the study, although the magnitude of the effect uh, varied by age group, and it was also, in, on average, slightly less than it was seen in the phase two and phase three trials, but I think in generally thought of, these effects were consistent. For example, the absolute improvement in spirometry in the entire uh, study population was 7% in the, in the goal study, which was slightly less than the, than the average uh, change seen in the previous phase three testing. We also saw significant increases in the BMI uh, and a significant reduction in the sweat chloride. The improvement in, in the CFQR was actually higher in the goal study 
than uh, in, in the previous uh, clinical trials, although we have to be cautious about this uh, patient-reported outcome measure since it was an open-label trial design. There are some novel metrics that were studied in the GOAL study as well. Um, the one that comes to mind is small bowel pH. Um, why was that an important measure to look at? Well, one of the major questions that came out of the phase three testing of ivacaftor in patients with G5I1D was what was behind this really substantial and relatively rapid, uh, robust weight gain that was that was seen. And uh, one one idea was that maybe nothing was happening to the bowels, but uh, rather uh, an improvement in lung function and inflammation uh, perhaps could could result in an improvement in weight gain. Uh, but uh, there were other uh, ideas out that perhaps intestinal function could be improved. In addition, um, CFTRs are certainly well known as a chloride transporter, but its role as a bicarbonate transporter uh, is particularly important in the intestine uh, and is also of, of emerging interest and importance in the airway. So uh, there was new technology that's really emerged that allowed us to look at this, and this is a, a pH pill. And in previous studies, uh, performed by Gelfand and colleagues, uh, we could see a, an inc a decrease in, in the pH of intestine of CF patients compared to uh, control patients of the same age. And again, this is because of the absence of bicarbonate, which tends to raise pH, uh, that's absent in CF but, but present in the normal situation. What we saw in the GOAL study uh, was that the average pH during the, during the time this radiofrequency transmitter was going through after the stomach into the duodenal area, which takes about 15 minutes uh, to, to transit through uh, the duodenum, that the average pH improved by about 1.5 units, showing uh, a significant improvement in uh, bicarbonate secretion into the duodenum. So this was that the pH improved before starting uh, Ivacaftor to after starting Ivacaftor. Exactly. So um, before and after Ivacaftor, at, at a one-month uh, period, the average pH improved by, by again, by about 1.5 units. And the, and the pH of, in that area was essentially uh, uh, into the normal range compared to uh, a more acidic uh, duodenum that's been seen previously. Oh, and that certainly can have an impact on uh, nutrition and improve absorption, I'm sure. Exactly. The thought, the thought is that, that could explain why enzymes might uh, work better. Uh, it, it also could, could um, uh, explain um, why, uh, for instance, bile acids um, uh, are also uh, better functioning in a less acidic environment. So there's a couple of reasons why this improvement in pH could, uh, could then uh, result in improved weight gain and nutritional status. We also wonder if that the, the epithelium of the, of the intestine itself uh, could, uh, could improve. Uh, and so that's uh, uh, the subject of uh, future analyses we hope, we hope to conduct in the future. Uh, there were some interesting effects on uh, mucociliary clearance and infection as well. Uh, MCC is a major mechanism of defense for the lung. Uh, what did you find in your study? So uh, um, in, in this component of the, of the GOAL study, which was uh, led by my uh, colleague Scott Donaldson, uh, we enrolled uh, about 20 patients uh, that had uh, mucociliary clearance measured before and after administration of ivacaftor. This was done at one month and three months after ivacaftor was prescribed. And uh, we saw a, a, really a marked improvement in the average uh, mucociliary clearance of the lung, uh, which was the primary endpoint. 
uh, we often break down mucosal clearance into the peripheral or the small airways versus the central airways. And there was an effect seen in both compartments, but the majority of the effect was in, was in the peripheral compartments. The magnitude of the effect was also uh, uh, very pronounced, um, uh, larger uh, than, than really any other therapeutic that's been tried in CF and larger, for instance, than, than hypertonic saline. And what this means is that uh, it really uh, is an important part of the mechanism that Ivacaftor, by activating CFTR in patients with G5R1D, improves mucosal clearance and, and probably uh, is what's moving out those mucus plugs uh, that then allow lung function to improve. Steve, did the improvement in mucosal clearance translate to an effect on infection, for example, uh, the prevalence of Pseudomonas aeruginosa? Yes, so one of the important uh, things that we looked at was to take advantage of uh, the CF patient registry and the fact that patients with CF that were participating in the GOAL study were also encouraged to undergo the guidelines of, of CF care that included a sputum culture at, at each visit every three months. And what we found uh, is that after, before uh, patients uh, were taking uh, Ivacaftor, that the colonization of pseudomonas was seen over a six-month period and about 52% of, of participants. But in the six-month window after Ivacaftor was started, this had a pronounced reduction uh, to 34%, which represents about a 35% reduction in the percent of patients with at least one positive uh, culture for pseudomonas aeruginosa. Uh, we also uh, looked at uh, using uh, confirmatory methods such as logistic regression and looked at every culture that, that was obtained uh, throughout the study and also did seasonality controls. And all of those additional analyses essentially confirmed those initial results. So our conclusion is that uh, pseudomonas colonization appears to significantly decrease with Ivacaftor administration. And again, that could be uh, because of improvements in mucosal clearance or it could be uh, due to uh, changes in our ability to, to, to fight off uh, um, uh, pseudomonas through other uh, defense properties that CFTR is associated with. Regardless, we think this is a very important finding uh, that was, in, in a sense, somewhat in, uh, not fully anticipated uh, before the, the onset of the GOAL study. No, that's very exciting. I mean, a dramatic increase in uh, clearance, a dramatic diminution in the amount of pseudomonas has got to lead to uh, improved lung function over time. Yeah, that's what we think. We wonder if if that effect could be sustained. Um, we wonder if that represents a new opportunity to eradicate pseudomonas in, in patients that are receiving, say, a, a highly effective CFTR modulator. Those will be important questions to address in the future. But we think it could be an indicator that indeed the natural history of the disease could be could be changing uh, with this type of therapy. Oh, that's very exciting. Are there other um, thoughts about what the next steps are? Have you looked at inflammation or other issues related to CF lung disease? Yeah, so um, one of the things uh, that we did do is we looked at uh, sputum uh, uh, in, uh, in induced sputum samples uh, from patients with CF. We also looked at spontaneously expectorated sputum uh, although uh, the number of patients that were able to spontaneously expectorate at the end of the study dropped, so those kind of analyses were, were really uh, weren't able to be robust. But we did have uh, uh, 12 individuals that all had induced uh, sputum collected before and after Ivacaftor administration, and there was a trend towards reduction in, in uh, the nasty pathogens detected on uh, sputum microbiome analysis, and there was an increase in uh, Prevotella an organism that's generally associated with more mild disease, 
that all of that seems uh, relatively consistent with what we talked about with Pseudomonas aeruginosa and the larger population. In contrast, uh, sputum inflammation really uh, didn't change over the course of this. That, that may be due to sample size. Again, this was only 12 individuals. On the other hand, uh, it may also uh, uh, show us how important it is to intervene in the disease early, that it may be more difficult to reduce uh, inflammation of the lung, um, uh, even with an effective modulator. So that, that's going to be an important area for further research. We're also uh, continuing to collect sputum uh, from individuals that are participating in this study to, to, to look at the microbiome and, and ask the question of whether or not there's new or emerging pathogens uh, that are inhabiting the CF lung under this type of therapy. So uh, we'll learn more uh, with continued specimen collection there. Finally, um, uh, there was a, a significant uh, uh, effort to collect serum from these patients along with urine uh, and plasma, and uh, those analyses are just beginning. Uh, include and are stored in a, in a CFFT-funded repository, so other researchers with ideas could also access those specimens. So, Steve, this study will be ongoing. It's going to be continuing moving forward with the same patients or bringing in new patients? So, um, actually, both are going to be done. We're, we're going to continue to, to assess patients um, with G551D for a five-year uh, window and, and collect information on those individuals. In addition, uh, we're, we're uh, working on extending uh, this study to, to other populations of interest who might go on to be treated with uh, Ivacaftor in the future if, if uh, approval is, is obtained in those groups. For example, uh, patients with other gating mutations but not the G551D mutation, this is sometimes the not called non-G551D gating patients, um, which represents a small number of CF patients, about 1%. Uh, are now eligible uh, to enroll in, in the goal study, and so uh, and uh, the FDA is currently evaluating a very positive study uh, that was conducted by Vertex and to, to decide whether the labeling could be changed to include those individuals. Um, in addition, uh, uh, the, the goal study also aspires to collect information on patients with the R17H mutation, again to, to look at those individuals should Avacaftor uh, become available to those. Well, thank you, Steve. This has been a very exciting data, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about the goal study and for joining us for this special edition of E-Cystic Fibrosis Review. Well, thanks again, Peter. I enjoyed talking to you. Please visit eCysticFibrosisReview.org to view archive issues of our newsletter and podcasts.